Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we have reached part six of our current study, Babylon, Romanism, and the Harlot of Revelation 17. And today we are going to begin our coverage of Roman Catholicism's Mary. The information I will be sharing with you should not only be eye-opening in revealing the true identity of this cunning impostor of the biblical Mary revealed in the Holy Scriptures, but will also establish the reality that this demonic entity will play a significant role in the Antichrist One World religion, as well as his governmental control making this exercise we are undertaking much more critical than many may realize. Scripture teaches us that there is soon coming a one-world religion, government, and economic system, which will be headed by the man of lawlessness, also known as the Antichrist. The most important arm of this worldwide empire, however, will be the global one-world religion because it is from within this perverse and idolatrous platform that Lucifer will gain the worship he has longed for since before he fell from heaven. This false and deadly belief system will be comprised of a masterful counterfeit to the genuine faith that has been birthed from within God's unadulterated word of truth and fulfilled in Jesus Christ his Son and it will be melded with every other false way that Lucifer has orchestrated down through the ages. In order to take the place of God, Lucifer had to make an exact yet perverted version of everything the Lord God had instituted before the foundation of the world. And one of his most masterful counterfeits that he has created in accomplishment of that goal is his Babylonian mystery religion under the auspices of Roman Catholicism, which is the deadly imitation of the true Church of Jesus Christ. As Jesus is God's Son, the Antichrist will act as Lucifer's Son. And as we continue on with facts that will be presented in this study, we will find that the Mary of Roman Catholicism will work as an agent of their counterfeit Holy Spirit, most probably alongside the false prophet, in service to the Antichrist. The Roman Catholic Church, in fact, confirms that the role their Mary plays is one that puts her in oneness with the third person of the Holy Trinity, and that she plays a vital role in the salvation of mankind. There are far too many records and documents to cover in one study that confirm this to be true. However, the following are just a few of the official encyclicals by Roman Catholicism's pontiffs, as well as other endorsed writings which hold their imprimatur. That, by definition, is the official seal that they place on their writings and documents, indicating that they are authoritative and accurate. I've placed them under summations of their blasphemous proclamations. Number one, we only have access to God and Jesus through Mary. Pope John Paul II, in his encyclical Redemptoris Mater, decreed that, thus there is a mediation, 
Mary places herself between her son and mankind in the reality of their wants, needs, and sufferings. She puts herself in the middle. That is to say, she acts as a mediatrix, not as an outsider, but in her position as a mother." In his encyclical, Redemptor Hominus, the Redeemer of Man, Pope John Paul II also decreed, The Father's eternal love, which has been manifested in the history of mankind, through the Son, whom the Father gave, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life, comes to each of us through this mother, and thus takes on tokens that are of much more easy understanding and accessible to each person. End quote. Number two, it is through Mary that humanity comes to a knowledge of truth. St. Cyril of Alexandria, in homage to Mary as the temple of the Godhead, wrote, Hail Mother and Virgin, imperishable temple of the Godhead, venerable treasure of the whole world, crown of virginity, support of the true faith on which the Church is founded throughout the entire world. Through you, the human race held captive in the bonds of idolatry arrives at the knowledge of the truth. What more shall I say of you? Hail, through whom kings rule, through whom the only begotten Son of God has become a star of light to those who are sitting in darkness and the shadow of death. St. Maximilian Mary Colby, in the Book of Mary, wrote, Whoever does not wish to have Mary Immaculate as his mother will not have Christ as his brother either. The Father will not send his Son to him. The Son will not descend into his soul. The Holy Spirit will not make him a member of the mystical body of Christ. For all these mysteries of grace take place in Mary full of grace and in her alone. And since the firstborn son was conceived only through the specific consent of the most blessed virgin, the same holds true for all other humans. End quote. And remember, beloved, that these blasphemous statements hold the Vatican's imprimatur, which is their authoritative and infallible seal. Number three, all heavenly gifts from the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, including the gift of salvation, come only through Mary. St. Bernard, as quoted by St. Louis de Montfort in Treatise on the True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin, page 42, stated, as you were not worthy that anything divine should be given to you. All graces were given to Mary, so that you might receive through her all graces you would not otherwise receive. This is the will of God who willed that we should have all things through Mary. If, then, we possess any hope of grace or gift of salvation, let us acknowledge that it comes to us through her. All the gifts, graces, and virtues of the Holy Spirit are distributed by the hands of Mary, to whom she wills, when she wills, as she wills, and in the measure that she wills." In his encyclical titled, The Father of Mercies and God of All Comfort, Pope John Paul II wrote, the motherhood of Mary in the order of grace, as the Second Vatican Council explains, last without interruption from the consent which she faithfully gave at the Annunciation, and which she sustained without hesitation under the cross. 
until the eternal fulfillment of all the elect. In fact, being assumed into heaven, she has not laid aside this office of salvation, but by her manifold intercession, she continues to obtain for us the graces of eternal salvation. End quote. Number four, Mary co-shared in the offering and sacrifice for sin at Calvary. Pope John Paul II, in his Angelus Regina Socilli address, and which is quoted in Mary Co-Redemptrix, the significance of her title in the Magisterium of the Church, stated, In that one sacrifice of the cross, Mary, the first redeemed, the mother of the Church, had an active part. She stood near the crucified, suffering deeply with her firstborn, and with a motherly heart she associated herself with his sacrifice. With love she consented to his immolation. She offered him, and she offered herself, to the Father, quote. And to put an exclamation point behind that blasphemy, Reverend Father Peter Damien M. Fellner, Professor of Catholic Theology, wrote in his Immaculata Mediatrix, clearly to affirm a co-redemptive relation on the Virgin's part to her son at the Annunciation, necessitates affirming the same on Calvary and in heaven, and vice versa. That necessity is not mathematical, but rather the necessity based on what God has freely given as the fixed unchanging central council of salvation. So projected the mediation of Virgin Immaculate, spouse of the Holy Spirit, like that of her Son, necessarily is consummated on Calvary, and so is co-redemptive. In conclusion, we may say that, in virtue of the divine Salvitic councils ordaining a most perfect redemption, Our Lady as co-redemptrix is included with Christ the one mediator. She alone is the co-redemptrix, not only offering, but in some way part of the sacrifice of Christ, the unique co-redemptive role of Mary on Calvary, the offering of the Virgin at Calvary, and on her becoming part of that offering, end quote. And in Pope John Paul II's teaching on Marian co-redemption, and quoted by Arthur Burton Calkins, he says that, Mary, though conceived and born without taint of sin, participated in a marvelous way in the sufferings of her divine Son, in order to be co-redemptrix of humanity, end quote. Number five, Mary is divine, sovereign, and reigns on the throne of God, wielding almost limitless royal power as queen of the earth, angels, heaven, and the universe. Pope Pius XII explains in an address titled The Queenship of Mary that when the glorious Virgin Mary entered triumphantly into heaven and was elevated above the choirs of angels to the throne of the Most Holy Trinity, Christ then placed a triple crown of glory on her head, presented her to the heavenly court, seated her at his right hand, and pronounced her queen of the universe. In the heavens she commands the angels and the blessed. Because of this, her kingdom is not only as vast as her son's, since nothing of his kingdom is excluded from hers, 
but also the church salutes her as sovereign and as queen of the angels and queen of the universe and encourages us to invoke her day and night with the words of the salve regina hail holy queen mother of mercy hail our life our sweetness and our hope and quote and continuing with roman catholicism's blasphemies in his encyclical entitled on the centenary of the apparitions at lords pope leo the thirteenth stated in her power may the virgin mother who once cooperated through her love with the birth of the faithful into the church now be the means and guardian of our salvation additionally in the virgin mary as co-redemptrix mediatrix and advocate by b a robinson saint bernard is quoted as saying mary is called the gate of heaven because no one can enter that blessed kingdom without passing through her immediately after his coronation as the two hundred and sixty sixth pontiff of roman catholicism pope francis dedicated the world to mary beloved i have only touched on the power persuasion and influence that this babylonian spirit has over the roman catholic church and how she has blasphemously been exalted not only as one with jesus the lord in salvation's promise but even above him anyone who says that they love jesus cannot be part of this blasphemous assault against him and his perfect blood atonement sacrifice that alone provides salvation's promise of eternal life and this is where we must pause for today beloved we have much more to cover so i pray that you'll join me next time until then i leave you with the words of the lord god in deuteronomy 30 today i put before you life and death blessings and curses choose life and as always beloved i bid you his agape you've been listening to love's last call with evangelist carol ann of agape light ministries if you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.